Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That U.S. men's national team Gold Cup semifinal against Jamaica. It is now in a, and has been for a while, in a lightning delay. Been about 30 minutes or so. Not lightning delay. 1-0 the United States won, uh, is leading, I should say on the back of a Weston McKinney goal in the ninth minute. So they're trying to get to the championship, the final, which would likely be against Mexico. How fun would that be? You'd have a great week of soccer next week with the women in the championship, the final of the World Cup against the Netherlands. That matchup is set for Sunday. And then after that, it could be the U.S. against Mexico in the Gold Cup. Great stuff. Summer soccer. I love it. So Drew Brees... Number 13 overall, according to Rick Gosselin, Hall of Fame voter out of Dallas. He wrote about it. He was just on the air, told us why. Frankly, pretty convincing, right? Almost changed my mind. Almost. Didn't really change my mind. I still got Drew Brees in my top five all time. Just do. He's, he's, he's too good relative to his peers. And I do agree, numbers aren't everything. In fact, it's impossible to compare eras by numbers. It is. And people do themselves, fans, and quarterbacks a disservice by doing that. But Drew Brees has made 12 Pro Bowls. He's been a, an all-pro guy four times in his career. Most accurate passer in NFL history. Seven times he's led the league in passing yards. Four times he's led the league in passing TDs. These are against his peers. That's like Roger Staubach never did that. Sammy Baugh never did that. I don't really necessarily have an issue with his top five. And his top five were Joe Namath, Otto Graham, Tom Brady. And I'm missing a couple. I don't have them in front of me anymore. But, uh, yeah. Now, Joe Montana and John Elway. Elway actually do have a little bit of a problem with there. Sure, Elway is a freak athlete. But Elway, he couldn't hold a candle to Drew Brees' passing skills. He just couldn't. And you're telling me that John Elway was the main engine driving those championship teams? Come on. That was Terrell Davis, that offensive line and that defense. Elway was good. You could even say he was very good those years. But he was no better than Drew Brees is now, late in his career. You know, Drew Brees wins a second title. Are we going to start putting, I should say, is we going to start putting Drew Brees right next to John Elway in his top five? I guess he should, in my mind. But that's just my opinion. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's find out what you think. Brad and Marrero, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, Seth? Um... I honestly think that is, I wouldn't say disrespectful, but very off. Like, he, like, Drew Brees had some of the worst defenses in history of the NFL, and, and he still managed to find a way to win games. Right. You know, lead our team to a great uh, decade of football, and um, I would say at least top seven, you know. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. And it, it isn't the uncapped era that, again, going back to Roger Staubach, which is just incredible to me that he has Staubach at six and Drew Brees at 13. That was an uncapped yeah, era right. where the Cowboys were able to accumulate and keep all that talent. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's each his own. 
Yeah, I agree. Thanks. thanks. All right. Thanks for the call, Brad. And happy Fourth of July to everybody. Look, I, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I'm not trying to rip Rick. Rick knows again. He knows more about the position. Knows more about NFL football than than I ever will. I mean that. But he's covered that exclusively for nearly five decades. But Drew Brees at 13. Come on. There are not many NFL historians right now that would put Drew Brees that far down that list. It's just not. Sammy Baugh, ahead of Drew Brees. Baugh was great. Baugh's a Hall of Famer. I get it. Different eras. John Elway, nine spots. What is it? Nine, yeah, nine spots ahead of Drew Brees. No way. No way. Joe Montana and that salary cap era. You're telling me that if San Francisco, that San Francisco 49ers team with all those Hall of Famers, if they were in the salary cap era, that team wouldn't have gotten broken up? You're telling me Joe Montana in a salary capped era would have still won those four Super Bowls? No way. No way. Not happening. So you're right if you say it's not all about the numbers, but it's not all about Super Bowls if we're comparing these eras. Maybe I should ask him that question. I guess maybe I missed that question in there. It's unfair in my mind to compare Super Bowls by era, just like it's unfair to compare passing yards by era. Here is a text from the 504. Clickbait, clickbait, nice try, wrong town for that discussion. I don't necessarily, maybe it was a, I don't think he's doing it for clickbait. Let me put it that way. I don't think that, that Rick's doing that for clickbait. I think he believes what he says. I just think he's wrong. 504 260 1870. It's 504-260-1870, text lines 870-870. The last lap continues. Here's a few comments on our Facebook video about this Drew Brees topic. Where do you have him? Inside your top 10? Outside of your top 10? Like Rick Gosselin had him. Here's one from Deidre Bernard. Of course he's in the top 10. Without a doubt, Drew is GOAT. From Pappy Cannoli, look how many top QBs he constantly beats in the current time. Does, although, like Rick pointed out... Everybody in Rick's top 12 had a higher winning percentage than Drew Brees. So there is that. Texture, I should say, message on our Facebook page from Jennifer Skelton Glenn. He should be, no way, number 13. Mike Danny gives us his top five. Brady, Montana, Brees, Elway, Farb. Here's a message from Liz Glazer Brokeman. Please, with black and gold hearts. Back to the phone line, so we go Joey and Pearl River. What do you think about this? Oh, I think it's a travesty, man. I think it's a joke. But one thing, Sammy Ball, Johnny, and most of Johnny Unitas's career, I mean, the Saints weren't even in existence then. Jeff, he wasn't playing against thirty-two, you know, other teams yeah. or, or thirty-one other teams, like like Drew has his entire career. And as far as Elway goes, Elway, whether it was a seven-yard pass. Uh, uh, a 40-yard, you know, bomb down. It was every one of them was 90 miles an hour for for Elway to fit, you know, a ball in a tight window. It was coming at 90 miles an hour and got there because of it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I do. Yeah, he had a cannon for an arm. Yeah. And and uh, you know, I mean, come on, man. Um, I don't think the guy is is knocking Drew because you know being a saint and, and New Orleans and stuff. Because let's face it. Drew was born and raised a Texas boy, you know? But um, I just, you know, I can't see the comparison. And, and it's it being, you know, valid when because it's like comparing, you know, uh, X's and O's. 
You follow what I'm trying no, to say? No, I absolutely follow what you're saying, Joey, and I appreciate the call, and this is almost exactly how I feel. Where And I, I should have got this question into Rick, so it was bad. I guess it was bad hosting by me because this was one question that I definitely should have asked him, is that if I'm agreeing that you cannot just look at the numbers to compare errors, and I agree that's impossible. Rule changes, evolution to the game, the position was different back then. You're asked to do different things in the 60s, 70s, 80s than you are now certainly before that but also if you're only having uh, you know uh, if you only had what 16 teams in the league in the nfl or so then expanded to 20 24 not 32 you're gonna win more titles if you're competing against less teams if you're in one of the big markets if you were in Dallas, if you were in Green Bay and he had all this talent, you didn't have to worry about a salary cap. You could just keep guys on your roster for eternity through their careers for the most part. Well, how in the world are you going to compare a team from the 60s and 70s who benefits from that to one now that has the harshest salary cap in sports history? So I don't know. Rick's great. I really appreciated him coming on. I really mean that. And the wealth of knowledge. I loved the interview that we did. But I, I could not disagree with him more on this. I couldn't. And we'll just have to live with that. That's why, the, that's why we do these lists. Here's the text from the 504. Have somebody from Vegas. He's worth points. He makes the point spread. Yes, but Johnny Unitas would have been worth a lot of points. I also would have Johnny Unitas at my number one. And I did have Johnny Unitas at my number one. When I did this list in, um, it was in March. Because he revolutionized the position. He was just that good. If there was no Johnny Unitas, maybe there would be no Drew Brees. You never know. I mean, he was revolutionary in the way that Magic revolutionized the point guard position in the NBA. And Michael Jordan revolutionized it after him. I don't know, it's an interesting topic. Very interesting topic. Some more texts at 870-870. One from the 985. How about we look at where the Saints would have been in the Drew Brees era if Drew Brees wasn't there? Well, they might not be here, right? They might not be in New Orleans. I know Tom Benson had a lot to do with that, obviously, but so did Drew Brees. It's why he's beloved here like no athlete before him and probably no athlete after him. It's text from the 318. He puts a lot of weight in MVP. It's a joke that Drew doesn't have an MVP. I agree, and this is where you get to subjective. Are we really going to base a guy's career and evaluate a guy's career on what a bunch of sports writers think and just their subjective view, not looking at the production on the field? I would rather have somebody say, well, I just want to go by championships, even though I just kind of eviscerated why I don't think that's good. I'd rather have that happen. Then just a bunch of a guy sitting in a room talking about it and not really looking at any of the stats. You know what? I think Johnny Unitas is good because I liked how the ball came off his hand. Never seen anything like it. Something like that, right? It's the same reason why this Clay Thompson, non-NBA, all-NBA first, second, or third team, why it cost him major money, cost him the Supermax. Because sports writers and voters, I guess, thought for some reason Clay Thompson wasn't one of the 15 best players on the planet, which is just absurd.
It was just absurd. If I was Clay Thompson, I'd never speak to another sports writer again. <laughs> Probably. It cost me that much money. Just being honest. Here's a text from the 985. You can tailor the criteria to achieve the outcome that you wish for. Ah, yes. Yes, stats do lie because you can pick and cherry-pick stats, especially in the NFL when you have all of these numbers now. And I would not just go by numbers, raw numbers for Drew Brees. I'd go by what he does compared to his peers. If everybody was throwing 5,000 yards four times in their career like Drew has, I'd say, well, yeah, not as impressive. If everybody was making 12 Pro Bowls, not as impressive. 504-260-1870, that's the phone number. Let's go to Karen in Slidell. Karen, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on? Hey. Yeah, how you been, man? I'm, I'm good. What's up? Uh, man, I got to tell you, um, Tom Benson, after Katrina, you know, I heard you make a comment. Um, you said that uh, other than Drew Brees, Tom Benson was one of the reasons that the Saints stayed in New Orleans. After Katrina, Tom Benson wanted – he was the I know. only NFL owner – to want them out. No, well, I get it. I get it. I get it. But he he ended up staying here. Like Tom Benson could have moved this team if he wanted to. And he and he was the one that made the vote. Okay, so your your take on Tom Benson is what? I'll let they're you have the trade, last word they're, here. They're trademark the trademarks for the New Orleans Saints. I understand. We know um, the story. I know they were in San Antonio. I get it. We all know this. I mean, we, we don't want to spend time on this. But your take on Tom Benson, I'll let you have the last word on this. Your take on Tom Benson is what? Um, he he's a martyr because he wanted to he he decided in his old age that he wanted to make sure that his legacy was intact. Um, but when it came time to do really something before his health or anything was uh, uh, an issue, he wanted the Saints in San Antonio. Yeah. Okay. And I'll let you. Like I said I'll let you have the last word. I'll let you have the last word there. I will leave that there without comment. Thanks for the call. Thanks for listening to the program, Karen. Let's go to Jack and Metairie. Jack, welcome to the show. Yes, although you got a good program. Look, a lot of these sports writers have been keeping a lot of these players out of the Hall of Fame for years, especially in football, going way back. Thanks. That's all I get to say. Thank you, man. No, they have, Jack. You're right. And look, I, I am a sports broadcaster. I also write. I don't write at the level of Rick Gosselin. I never will. It's a Hall of Fame guy. At least I don't think I will. Maybe I do. I don't know. I like to write. My point is, you know, sports writers, he does a great job. He's he's a Hall of Fame writer for a reason. He's an NFL right, a Hall of Fame voter for a reason. You don't just cherry pick those guys out of the blue. He knows what he's talking about. But sometimes you get this group think with these Hall of Fame voters and these legendary sports writers where it just gets to the level of absurdity. For example, how in the, the, the 4th of July is – Edgar Martinez, 10 years into his Hall of Fame eligibility, just now finally being elected into the Hall of Fame. Did these Hall of Fame voters in baseball all of the sudden in year 10, did they all just have a change of thought randomly one year that, well, now they passed the threshold? No. They intentionally waited until Edgar Martinez was in his last year eligibility, then he had more people vote for him. It wasn't because they thought he wasn't worthy before. They were making some 
ridiculous stance against the designated hitter in baseball. And you're going to have people in football that make a ridiculous stance against, I don't know, passing yards and touchdowns being an evaluator of quarterback skills in this era of NFL football because, well, it wasn't in the 70s and 80s, so it shouldn't be today. And that's just silly in my mind. <laughs> it is. Let's go to James and Marrero. James, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking my call, Seth. You're doing a good job. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, look, he changed his mind three times when he was talking to you. I don't know if you noticed that I, or not. I, look, I did. I did. <laughs> he said it has to be the MVP. That's a very important. Or then he said championships. He said, well, the best pure passer, when you brought up Dan Marino, even though I think he was a great passer, no doubt. Sure. But Dan Marino was a pure passer. So I have to put him in there. Well, what was it? Championships, MVPs, or was it pure passer? Now, he changed his mind three times. Now, this is the only other thing I was saying. I know you got a lot of callers is that I remember Roger Storback, and I have a lot of respect for Roger Storback. He said the only difference between – I have a lot of respect for Drew Brees, of course, first off, and uh, Bobby, but he says the only reason Archie Manning didn't win the championship was because he was on a different team. So can we even say that if you won championships – I mean, of course, it's the most important you know, player on the team. But I, I said I wouldn't be long, but that was my little tidbit. No, okay? I, I, I absolutely agree. And here's what I will say about uh, Rick you – know, being a little, I will say, a little bit hypocritical in, in some of his points that he was trying to make, the ones you just pointed out there. If I, and I have done this before, and I will do it again, it's, it's the nature of the job. When you make lists like this, when I make lists like this, there are going to be points when a lot of it is eye test or subjective. When I had Johnny Unitas at one and Tom Brady at two on this list, and I think that's exactly actually what Rick had, I mean, that's subjective. I wasn't alive to see Johnny Unitas play. I've watched the tape. I know the history. I know the numbers. I know what he meant to football. But that's subjective. Somebody could say, you know, in Boston, they would call up and say, what are you talking about? Tom Brady's won six Super Bowls. never seen a quarterback like this. You're out of your mind. If you think Johnny Unitas would have led the New England Patriots today to six Super Bowls, I don't know, something like that. And they would, you know, they would call me out for my hypocrisy there. They'd probably be right. Or if I had Drew Brees ahead of John Elway, who has two Super Bowls, they would say, what are you talking about? John Elway was as important and as transcendent in the 1990s, 80s and 90s, as Drew Brees was today. So when we get to this point where I, I try not to go to the hypocritical part with these subjective lists because, well, they are that. They are subjective. 504-260-1870. That's the phone number. Our text line is 870-870. Here is one other text from the 504. It's like choosing the greatest boxer. It's impossible. Yeah, exactly. We're going to take a break. Back with more. I'm Seth Dunlap. Logan Falgus behind the glass. Our engineer tonight, and it's the last lap on WWL. Major League Baseball All-Star Game coming up. And they are unveiling right now the home run derby bracket. Kristen Yelich, the one seed. Vlad Guerrero Jr., the eight seed. That will be interesting. Pete Alonso, the Mets, the two seed. He'll take on the seven seed, Carlos Santana, the hometown Cleveland Indians. Um, on the opposite half of the bracket. It's pretty cool. I, I, look, bracket reveal show for home run derby is a little silly, but I guess you got to fill time this time of year, right? We're talking about... Sports writer in Dallas, Rick Gosselin, Hall of Fame voter, Hall of Fame writer, who has Drew Brees at number 13 all time on his list outside the top five, outside the top 10. I think it's a little absurd. Obviously, most of you do, but he came on the air. He defended himself, and, and frankly, he almost convinced me because he was that persuasive. He was that good, and certainly appreciate him coming on. Back to the phones. We'll go to Dave and Chalmette. Dave, what say you? 
Hey, buddy. Hey, Dave. Uh, um, yeah, y'all got uh, Drew Brees 13th. If you really think about it, you know, and back in well, my Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. For everybody just listening, because I got to correct you. Why do you say you, I didn't have Drew Brees at 13? Well, the guy Gossin has him at 13. Okay? Yeah, not and me, that, that, not me. I just want to make clear. Rick Gosselin was a well, guest on the Jave. Rick Gosselin was a guest. Are you saying? I, I, wait, hold on here. Right. It sounds like you're you're trying to say that I have Drew Brees at number thirteen. You understand no, that no, I don't no, have? No, okay. no. I'm not okay. saying that. I'm saying the, the radio station said Drew Brees is thirteen. No, well, no, 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 no. Rick, Dave, hold. Dave. No, oh, you hold on. You understand that Rick Gosselin is a sports writer in Dallas. He is not right, employed Dallas, by WWE. Yeah. Yeah, he is not right, part of this radio that. station. We don't think that here. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I'm saying I heard y'all said he was 13. I think he should be maybe in the top 40. I mean, 41, 42. Okay. Because yeah, if why? you look at the math, Johnny, you're probably not old enough, but Johnny Unitas was a great quarterback. Joe Namath was a great quarterback. Um, and nobody gives because it's Tom Brady and he can read the defense. Brees can't do what Brady does. With I what? mean, these guys were so much better throwing the bomb, throwing it 65 yards. I'm just going to let you go because you're hand. making a fool out of yourself. So keep going, Dave. Keep going. No. This is this is fun. I know people are getting a kick out of this. Keep going. Drew Brees, 40th best quarterback okay. all time. Keep going. Well, think about it. He threw one-yard passes. He's got 4,822 yes. one-yard passes, and Sproles run it 100 yards. He yes, we saw a lot. Line. We saw a lot of of Darren Sproles' 100 yard runs. Dave, how many of those did you see? Well, he's 62, 199. Well, think about it. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're probably going to hang up because you know why? Nobody puts Drew Brees in his place because he's always behind, and they play off the, the defenders play off, so he makes his yardage. Really, it's they were behind, they were behind. Dave, you watch a lot of football. They were behind a lot the last couple of years, weren't they? The Saints. No, the years before. So he got his yardage because he's trying to compete. Oh, oh so 2011, 2011, when he set the record, he was playing from behind a lot on this. Um, what did they win, 13 games that year? They were playing behind a lot that year when he set the record. Right, Dave? You're not listening to what I'm saying. I I'm am listening. You I'm, really, you're not. You're you just really making. You're calling in to try to be a dude. You're calling in okay. to try. To, I'll put you on hold. I got a button here. I let you talk for a while. I'm going back and forth because you're not making a fool out of me. You're making a fool out of yourself. And I think it's highly entertaining. And I think our audience is Dave and Shelmet. Probably not Dave and Shelmet. Uh, it's probably you probably cut people off because you cut people off because you don't want to truth the Drew Brees. He's no, not I'm, I'm the best fi- quarterback. I never said he was. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Think about it. If somebody this is fun. This is the most entertaining. Right this is the most entertaining thing I had on there. I'm just gonna let you keep going. This is great. Go ahead, Dave. Okay, we're good. This is this is getting good. Uh, okay, if you call any owner and they say they they wanted a quarterback, how many do you think would take Tom Brady? I is I don't know your point here. I have Tom Brady ahead of Drew Brees. Are you trying to say that Tom Brady's better than right. Drew Brees? Not, I would say I'm Tom Brady's better against, than Drew Brees. Going, I don't know right, what you're trying to say. Right, exactly. I'm not going against you. I'm going against the people that are calling in. They just don't know football because uh, Dave, you don't know. I'm going to stop you there. We have not you have not listened to the show and you're trying to be a troll and you're doing a very bi- bad job of it. I know good trolling and this is not a good job of it. We have not had one person call in and say Drew Brees was a better all-time quarterback than Tom Brady. So try again. What what else you got? He was in the top 10, they said. I, I don't see it. He, you, you really
really think you, he was well, you're now than you're okay, Montana? so you're off that one. So you admit everything I've said so far. You keep backtracking on. I think this is strike five. We don't even get to five strikes, but I'm, I'm letting back you. Back what y'all were talking about. You, you can call them strikes or whatever, but y'all just keep uh, praising Drew. Are you Drew on the Brees, sauce tonight? I, what I kind of what are you drink? What are you drinking tonight? What are y'all drinking at WWL? Oh, man, I wish I had some. I don't have anything here, Dave. You well, want to bring some? Yeah, let's the... get off the work. What time do you get off? <laughs> uh, I, get off at, I get off at 11, Dave. <laughs> I just want to let y'all know about football, but All right. if you think about it, I, I give the Saints eight games this year. Okay. <laughs> okay. Look, uh, that was highly entertaining. Uh, Logan, you said you got fruit punch back there? Uh, that, that was your, you're, on the, you're on the fruit punch sauce? Yeah, I, I have uh, I have some fruit punch I got out of the uh, vending machine over in the break room. Yeah, this this guy sounded like he might have been on the sticky icky too, which is fine. I'm not, you know, I'm, I don't judge you for that. But look, I, I think that maybe why you were a little entertaining. You get a little adult beverage, you get a little sticky icky in you, and you have yourself a good night here on the eve of Fourth of July on radio. Well, there you go. Thanks to Dave, thanks to Dave and Dave and Shalman. I have seen. Logan, come on. Okay, come in here. Uh, give me uh, give me a Dave rating because we're talking about all the time. Give me a one to ten rating on Dave's troll job attempt there. Uh, I don't know. I'd say maybe a, I'd say maybe a four. Okay, maybe four. Three. Okay, you know what? That was a little higher than I give him, but four. Okay, we we got a four from Dave. We'll take a break. More of your calls coming back. 504-260-1870. It's the last lap on WWL. Boy, that was a that was a heck of a call. Bad troll attempt, but highly entertaining on this 4th of July Eve. Welcome back to the show. We're talking about Drew Brees' all-time rating. Our last caller said Drew Brees doesn't belong in the top 40. Obviously just trying to troll and get his voice on the air. Uh, I let him run because he was doing a very poor job of it, and it was highly entertaining. Text from the 504. Last caller probably thinks sharks with laser beams should be attached to their heads. <laughs> there you go a little austin powers sharks with laser beams attached to their head uh text from the 504 dave is definitely on something that is probably not legal <laughs> oh well let's go to pierre and gentilly pierre what's up what's going on said I, I was minding my business i was just gonna listen to you tonight yeah. and you made me call that man <laughs> all right fire back <laughs> Well, well, when he is, I cannot say on the radio because of the FCC rules and regulations. There you go. Don't, don't make us dump you, people. But um, <laughs> the thing is, I agree with you. Tom Brady is the greatest of all times. The rings prove it. But um, if Drew Brees had the defenses that Tom Brady had, I think Drew would have the same number of rings. I, I, yeah. If Drew Brees had played in New England, Pierre, I see. This is tough. I don't even know if I can say that, man, because that sounds like I'm taking a shot at Tom Brady. So I don't. I'm not even going to say that. I'm not even going to agree with you there. But I understand your point. I understand your point. Where would you have Drew Brees in your top? You know, all list of all time list of quarterbacks. Nope. Pierre hung up. I don't know where it would be. Pierre would probably have him in his top five. I'd imagine. Uh, text from the five hundred four. Dave gets a six for entertainment. Also, Montana Brees, Brady, my top three. Brady broke a lot of his single season records because they got Moss. And he has the greatest head coach ever. Never won a Super Bowl without a top five scoring defense. Got caught cheating twice. What has he done that hadn't been caught? Yeah, I mean, I think that's just Tom Brady hate, to be frank. 
And everybody's trying to bend the rules a little bit. The Patriots have maybe pushed that envelope a little farther than everybody. That's been well documented. I don't want to get into that. But I, and look, you can hate me if you want, but it, uh, Tom Brady comes in ahead of Drew Brees on any all-time list that I'm making. He just is. Flat out is. Another text on the 504 that the cheating scandals tarnish Brady's rank. They don't tarnish his ranking. I think maybe they tarnish his legacy slightly because those will be attached to his name. Deflategate, Spygate was more Bill Belichick to him uh, for that than Tom Brady was. 504-260-1870. That's the phone number. Our text line is 870-870. Talk a little World Cup soccer coming up next. Stephen Ray is going to join us live from France. It's going to be 4 o'clock a.m. over there. He's waking up. He says he wants to come on air with us. We're going to talk women, the U.S. women against the Netherlands in the World Cup final. And then it's a little 4th of July. We'll have some fun. Debbie Bressler of Go Forth on the River, the coordinator for that. She will join us. If you're on hold, stick around. We'll get to you next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 